Welcome to the Take 5 Podcast, where two obsessive theater kids from rural Virginia chat with Broadway pros about their top five favorite anything, as long as it has to do with theater. The Take 5 Podcast is partnered with Room 16 Theater Arts. Room 16 is dedicated to creating tailored and enriching classes in all facets of theater to help blossoming artists like Evan and Serena. Today we welcome Lauren Coco Cone from Broadway's Mamma Mia. And now, let's take five. Hi, Serena. Hi, Evan. And welcome, welcome to, to the, the Take Five, five podcast. podcast. Wow! Oh, the crowd goes wild. Fireworks. Um, welcome everyone Hi. to the first episode yes. of the Take Five podcast. This is finally it's happening, so Serena. Yes. We um. This thing, it's been tossing around in our heads yeah, since yeah. March. And Serena, <laughs> what, what was it that, that put this all, mm. that set this going? Well, you may be wondering, was it, you know, was it quarantine? No, it wasn't that. Mm. Was it our own personal drive? No, it wasn't that either. Or was it my dad just really annoying us to do it? Yeah, yeah. for six yeah. months? Yeah. That was yeah. it. Oh, uh, 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 we were oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, <sighs> thank you to Dan Parrish for Shout out to my dad. I know you're listening. us to do this. Yes. Um, but we're very happy that yes. we can do this now because Serena are, and I are two little theater nuts who yes. have been trapped in their houses <laughs> and unable to perform or anything. So yep. this is... Um, a very nice opportunity yeah. um, for us to talk to some lovely theater yes. people. Um, we should probably explain what the Take 5 podcast is, what we do here, what what our whole thing is. You may be wondering, why is it called the, the Take, Take 5, Five podcast? podcast? Why not 3 and why not 7? Well. <laughs> well, first off, that's not the saying. You... Yeah. You know, it's a little play on words. Yeah, We're it's a little play on words. But also, we have Serena's friends. They're not my friends because I don't know anyone important. Ha! But uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's uh, we have them on and we yes. give our top five rankings of different topics. Yes. This could be top five uh, comedies. Top my uh, favorite musicals, uh, dance uh, numbers. Dance, yes. Vocalists. Oh my you goodness, know, moments. The list goes on. And on. <laughs> and on. And on. Um, so a brief introduction. Yes. Um, I'm the unimportant one. I'm Evan Kegerice. Oh. I'm I'm a theater student. I've done some community theater, which has um, given me so much in some high school theater. Um, and I'm going to college for yes. theater. But here is Serena's vastly more impressive resume. Well, first, Evan is very smart. He's very smart. He's a fabulous actor. No, I won't. So about me. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I've I've done community theater, the same community theater as Evan. Um, That's where we met. Yes. (laughs) Funny time. Funny time. (laughs) Um, I've done school plays. Uh, I moved on to doing things in D.C. and... um, I, I mostly do readings and off-Broadway shows. I've, I haven't made it to Broadway yet. Uh, I'm in a weird time for my age. Um, but, yeah, I've done mostly off-Broadway stuff, and that's how I've met most of the people that we bring on. So, to start us off, um, 
what better list to begin with yep. <laughs> to give you, um, to set a precedence mm-hmm. for what Serena and I's taste in, <laughs> in theater is than our top five favorite Broadway musicals. Yeah. And what better guest yes. to have on with us than Serena and I's teacher, mentor, friend, and Lauren Coco Yes, who we will be referring to as Coco. Yes. Um, she's wonderful. She's a, a well-known teacher in New York. She's a very good teacher. And she's also a, a wonderful person. And, uh, and an incredible performer. Yes. And uh, I had the pleasure of doing Fun Home with her, where she was my big Allison. And Evan met her through doing some Zoom classes. Recently. Well, actually, actually some workshops, that. yes. Oh, yeah. Again, through Serena. Yes. Um, but we're very excited that this is our very yeah. first episode of the Take 5 podcast. <laughs> so please, enjoy. Enjoy. Hi, Coco! We were, we were hitting high notes right before this began, and we thought it would be funny for you, the listeners, to hear us... Start just, it off on a high note. Just, just throw it at you. Spit it at you, if you will. We really want to get you engaged. Yeah, we want to get start. you engaged for the first episode of the Take 5 podcast. How are we doing so which, far? We're, I think we're doing just... Well, um... So far includes a lot of time. Yeah. Uh, this oh. is uh, the second time. We have recorded this the first episode. This is take two of episode. take five. I yeah. know. Take two of take one of take five. Take that. Wait. Take five. <laughs> because um, we we messed up the audio. Yeah, we messed up. There was um, a lovely echo. Yes. Um, and, you know, we're always thinking about the listeners. And we didn't. <laughs> We did not think that you guys would appreciate um, the introduction of an audio, uh, an echo to your listening experience. Um, There's a learning curve to podcasting, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like to think so. It was our trial run, even though we did talk for an hour and it was a great conversation. Yeah, we did notice though that um, I pointed out to Evan that me and Evan always respond with, yeah, or yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. So, so um, be looking out for that, listeners. Maybe make. Count every time. Are, are we're we saying, allowed mm-hmm. to suggest a drinking, a drinking game? game? Well, I'm, I'm over 21. Drinking we can game, do it. Drinking game every time Evan goes, mm hmm, yeah, and every time I go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was literally a bunch of times where we both went, yeah, at yeah. the same time. But anyways, I digress. We should stop talking about um, a recording of the podcast that people will never hear because it has been yeah. thankfully destroyed. Uh, it's not going to be in the, in the bloopers reel at the Christmas party? We'll see. We'll see. Okay, okay. Um, it's gone. It's gone. Let it go. <laughs> uh, so, Coco. Hi. Um, Hello. How, how have you been dealing with the coronavirus? Yes. We've never talked about this before. (laughs) Never. Well, you know what? The answer. But it's been several weeks. I was just about to say the answer I might have given you then is probably Mm -hmm. not the answer I can give you now. Um, Mm -hmm. Today is a little bit of a weird, lonely Corona day. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I just sort of. There's a summer lull thing happening. Mm -hmm. I. Is the weather disgusting up there? Yeah, maybe that has something to do with it. I, Did the I, rain yeah. finally hit you that we got? It, we we have had here. rain, but now we have mm. crazy heat wave, 98 degrees, mm-hmm. and I have a very old 
air conditioning that I've turned off for us mm-hmm. to do this. So I'm going to be, it's going to be very slow and hot. It's going to be a Tennessee Williams play up in here. My goodness. Um, uh, but as far as Corona goes, I think that I'm doing this kind of vamp until ready thing. I'm just letting the days oh. pass until it's time to sing and dance again. Every day, it's Chilling. like, hoo, hoo. Yeah. getting a little closer to that today. I mean, I don't know what the like, heck I'm waiting for, but it's... I know. The last four months have just been the beginning to yeah. that one recording of Vilko Men from Cabaret, where it's just, <laughs> they're rattling off yeah. on, the, on the drum, and it's just like... For like a full twenty seconds, except in this case, there is no sexy ladies. Yes, there's no none of that, <laughs> and there is five months. It's five months yes. long. But I jokingly say that time has stood still. Mm-hmm. I remember March, and then I don't remember anything between March and now. Yeah. So I call it March one hundred and forty third. I I remember periods of time like first I at, when March came around first I was trying to deal with doing classes online mm-hmm. and then I had to deal with scholarships yeah. and then I had to think about graduation and then um, I had your classes yay um, and then yeah Coco's and I, a teacher I also had classes with some some other teachers so I've been I've been having things to do mm-hmm. but I think a, a big thing for me is just being a uh, a senior class of 2020 yeah. in high school. Um, at this point, I'm like, throw whatever you like at me. I have had my graduation taken. I have had my last days as a senior taken. I've had seeing all my friends. I'm like, you can do whatever you like. I have acclimated to the you, constant change of things it, staying the same. Is the you you are referring to with a capital Y? The you, the universe? What is the you to which you refer? I'm going to say yes, the universe. Yeah. Um, could I say the man? You could uh, stick it to the man. Yeah, stick it to the man. Yeah. Um, that's what I'll, I'll stick with. All right. The man. It's very binary <laughs> of you. Yeah. Okay. I apologize. <laughs> okay. I'll stick. I'll stick. Well, uh, you asked me to. Okay, I'll stick it to them. Perfect. Stick it to them. Yeah. Okay. Also makes it plural too. All right. So, um, let's establish because last time we hit a bit of a snag with us yes. not knowing how we were going to conduct our list readings. Yes. Um, and this is the first episode, so we should yes. clarify. We don't so, want to get it wrong twice. Yes, we don't want to get it wrong twice. Um, we got so much wrong in the first recording. Yeah. Um, so we are going to start from five. As going in, around each time. As in least favorite of our favorite yes. to our favorite of our favorite. Mm-hmm. You, it's a countdown list. Right after, yeah. But right after two, we are going to sneak in three honorable mentions. Yes. Oh, oh I see. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so that's, it's very... Um, Watch Mojo esque. <laughs> this is heavily inspired yes, by Watch this Mojo. Was heavily inspired by Watch Mojo. And all the BuzzFeed. Um, yes. Uh, so that's how it's going. That's how it's going to be. Yes. Today, for our commemorative first episode, we are going to be discussing our. Can they even hear our drum roll? I hope so. Drum roll. We're going. We're going to be discussing our five favorite. Broadway shows. Talk about setting a precedent, am I right? (laughs) Yes. Um, 
So briefly, Coco, do you want to go over kind of what your criteria was? Well, I think I'd like to make a clarification if I could. Mm -hmm. In choosing my list, I want to be clear that favorite doesn't always mean best. Yes. You know, people talk about guilty pleasures, etc. I don't think I have any guilty pleasures on my list, but I don't want to have to be beholden to bestness. It's just something that speaks to me for whatever Mm -hmm. reason. Which is vastly more arbitrary than (laughs) just things that you like. Mm -hmm. True. Um, It's all subjective anyway. Here at the Take 5 podcast, we like to stray away from the absurd and um, (laughs) intangible. Yeah, sure. Um, I thought that was our favorite thing. Okay. (laughs) All right. Now now I've got it. we, We like a nice blend. Of the realistic <laughs> and the absurd. That's, um, my, that's my life. That's my mantra. Uh, You're speaking yeah. to me. Yeah, a mix <laughs> of tangible and arbitrary. Let's go with that. That makes for an um, interesting day. My so cri- how are you? Criterium. Yeah, criteria. criteria. Is that the plural? Criterium. I don't know. Let's hope so. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> random. No, I would say that if something Great. left a mark on me for a long time, I've held on to it in some kind of way. Sometimes it's something that I've actually had the honor to perform in, and it's affected mm-hmm. me in yeah. some sort of way. Something that, where the music gets stuck in my brain, it will never go mm-hmm. away. Um, visceral. I don't know. It's a pretty random. It's a pretty random yeah. criteria. I just, it, I, I, I had to pick five, and the first five that came to me, and now I'll try to explain why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think it, it's fun to note that last time when we first recorded the podcast, there was a lot of um, layover between our lists. Yes. Um, so you'll get an interesting, it'll be like one of those boards that you see in like a, a crime series or something like that, where there's like a bunch of strings going all over the place, mm-hmm. all over the board. Kind of like that. Kind of like that. It'll point to one musical, yes. basically. All point me to one. Me, 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 me. Yes. Yep. Okay. That was so, a visual. Yeah, you can't see that, but that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I forgot. Podca- podcast is, podcast. is not a visual medium. <laughs> so whatever you think Coco might have been doing while going, nee, 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 um, make of it, to you. make of it it's what subjective. you will. <laughs> Take a drink. Um, yes. <laughs> My criteria uh, is very similar. It's just, um, it's a mixture of, I mean, my number one is very much, a mix of I love it and also it's perfect to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has a lot to do with things I've been in and themes and messages in them that connect to me or things that just make me laugh or I enjoy listening to the soundtrack or something like that. It's it's very just based off of experiences I've had or how well I think they're made sometimes. It's hey. funny because you're, I know you're number one. You, you've talked about <laughs> it as the objectively best musical before. <laughs> Um, so interesting. Um, my top five, it's weird. I've talked about this. Well, they don't know the last time we talked about this. We should stop bringing it up. Um, <laughs> they're going to feel left out pretty soon. Yeah, they're gonna, you, I hope you guys don't feel left out in our first episode. But um, I, I feel like my top five is not very indicative of what mm-hmm. my actual taste in musical theater is. If you could call it a taste. I just like good theater. Um <laughs> But in the sense that I, I'm a big, I'm crazy about making lists. So mm-hmm. my list of favorite musical, 
there's actually 45 musicals in <gasps> yeah. there. Um, <laughs> we don't have time. So, no, no, no. I wish we did. Um, but my five aren't very similar to the other mm-hmm. um, 40. 40. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um, that's, that's interesting. And I hope 40, to convey guys. that with my honorable mentions. Can't wait. Let's go. Yes. Can't wait. Coco, would you like to reveal oh. to us? I really what would. What is, is your number? I really, <laughs> truly would like to reveal my number five favorite musical. And yes. that is Once on This Island. Really? <laughs> you sound so surprised. I, I think <laughs> it is a magical piece of storytelling. I think mm. it is... It, 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 it goes to the base of theatricality. It is story theater. Mm-hmm. It has romance. It has politics. It has race. It has magic. Mm-hmm. It, it has a lot of elements that make it a wonderful little piece of theater. Mm-hmm. And Lachance, the original, Timun, mm-hmm. that face those open eyes yeah. waiting for life to begin <gasps> could make you faint mm-hmm. i have i have never actually seen it but i know you i i've seen, seen once on this island junior yes oh um, well lots of um, high schools with no yeah. no no people of color in it probably yes yeah. <laughs> no well yeah no <laughs> we are in northern um, virginia yeah um, it happens but, but it, but I do appreciate the score, and, mm-hmm. and um, I know I, I, I've i learned about the most recent revival. Oh, gorgeous. And I've all seen that many they clips. did. And it's, I love that it's just a show that invokes this force of nature mm-hmm. in actors. Mm. Um, I love it when you get this wonderful grounded feeling when you watch yeah. a person on stage as though they're, like, pulling up from mm-hmm. the ground their energy and, like... And then it it makes it so much better that the show is about forces of yeah. nature. Yes. Um, yeah. That's a beautiful description. It, thank mm-hmm. you. It, it's a beautiful <laughs> testament to the origins of theater. And scene. That's and good. Scene. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The end. The we end. are done. <laughs> okay. So that means, what is your my, number five? My number five, which I think I said before, but... I should stop saying that. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, I've, my top five varies and I can never land on one. But for this, I was just like, I'm just going to pick one. Um, so I'm going to say my top five is 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Be a Mouthful. Um, and it's, I think mostly one of the reasons I love it is other than it's incredibly funny to me and I always laugh watching Easily it. Usually one of the funniest yeah. shows ever. Um, it's also incredibly heartfelt and, um, I love the music. I always dance to it. And I think the reason I love the musical so much is I love the characters. They're all incredibly different and Mm -hmm. just goofy, but also real and you can relate to them in some sort of way. And I've also always wanted to play Olive Mm -hmm. (laughs) as that is a dream role. William Finn (laughs) is very good at creating very real, but also very, uh, fake and stock-like mm-hmm. characters. Do, yeah. you, do you kind of get what I'm saying? He mm-hmm. takes all these kids who it's like, you know, the chubby nerd. <laughs> yeah. The, yes. the, the little social justice warrior. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Archetypes. And then he takes he yeah. takes them. And for most of the show, you get to bask in the hilarity mm-hmm. of the way that they're written and the way that they're played. I yeah. love the original cast. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Um, <laughs> and then at some point, he just takes them and so beautifully humanizes these mm-hmm. children yeah. that you don't even normally get in shows. It, like when you think of the kids shows. Yeah, right. You it's don't, not you played don't, by kids, yes, but in, not even played still. By kids, but Do you think you that's think, part of the reason it works that way? I think so. Uh, yes. Because I've seen, I've seen, uh, I've seen recordings and productions of it done with kids, and it doesn't work as well. I also well. don't know how a kid could sing. It can't that. resonate yeah, that, that same way. Mm-hmm. It's because because I think sometimes with children a lot younger, they focus so much on the now. They're focusing so much on the now and very much on the stereotypes they're based off of, and focus, I guess, a lot less onto the way it's changing a mm. little bit. And mm-hmm. yeah, but it's it's just a great show, and, and I love William. Such such a dynamic uh, book that you can just take yeah. in any direction that <laughs> mm-hmm. you want. There's so much improv available, and yeah. every single line <laughs> is the funniest thing. <laughs> oh, I love that show. And Jesus? best <laughs> best use of is, audience participation. I, yes, which many yeah. people Definitely. do not enjoy. I, I do not enjoy a... it, but I would participate. Well, I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't like I don't like being the participant. Yeah, but I like <laughs> I like watching them mm-hmm. do their thing and watching I, them struggle yes. and stuff. And there's always in any production of that show, there's always a plethora of stories to go along yeah. with it about how maybe this one person came up and they just they could spell every word right. no matter what. Yeah. And it's in the script that at some point you have to just give them a super hard word. And even if they're doing it correctly, <laughs> you just tell them that they did it yeah. wrong. Yes. Um, so I, I, I just love that, that, that it brought <laughs> to musical theater, which yeah. you don't see a lot in musical theater. Right. Mm-hmm. So my number five what is it, Evan? <laughs> is the Drowsy Chaperone. Oh! oh. oh. Um, and uh, I just, well, I think it's one of the most underrated shows. Mm-hmm. Um, it, But um, it is the perfect parody <laughs> of the 20s and 30s musical. Um, it's the comedy is, is so genuine and, again, the original cast mm-hmm. was completely unbeatable. Beth Level was the chaperone. <laughs> yes. Um, I said it before, and I'll say it again. When they're ready to revive it, they're going to yeah, let her do it I again. Know. They had better. And they'd better revive it, too. I think it's both. time. Yeah. Well, I think it's always time to revive musicals that I like. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is that. In- incidentally. But- yeah, but I think, I, I think we're at the 15-year mark now. That That's usually time. Yeah, I think that's good. Um, especially because it, it didn't get that much attention the first time around. Mm-hmm. Um, but so many wonderful one-liners. I love <laughs> the original set, the way how, um, you know, the premise is he's playing a recording of a show called The Drowsy Chaperone mm-hmm. in his room. Um, and around him, the kitchen just starts turning into mm-hmm. um, the palace and stuff, and people enter through the refrigerator. Best. <laughs> and it's amazing. I love it. And also, one of the only shows to make me cry oh. because of how much I relate to the man oh. in chair. Um, 
in that this um he he's so adamant about sharing this mm-hmm. thing with people and I'm also very adamant about sharing things with people who it's just not their thing and I refuse mm-hmm. to see it that way. Um that part is waiting and, for you. Yes. Um <laughs> and, and me. I've decided I want to play yes. it. Yes. Um and it's so beautiful how at the end he has this breakdown where he realizes that um the the simple interruption of it completely ruined it for him and everyone around him mm-hmm. yep. and then all of a sudden he just literally falls into the story not literally but he he falls well, into literally. the story yeah <laughs> uh yeah he goes into it <laughs> he and enters it, the story it, yes. yeah and it, it just becomes a part of him um yeah and it's so so beautiful mm-hmm. i love it i have a sidebar story it. is it we don't have time for my sidebar story do we how fast can you talk? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll talk really fast. I played the Drowsy yeah. Chaperone once about 10 years ago, and I'm dying Ooh, to do it again nice. when I'm more age-appropriate for it, but <laughs> I digress. Um, at the end, you know the scene you were just talking about, like when it all breaks down, and then there's this frozen moment, and the superintendent comes in, and all the cast mm-hmm. members are and frozen. And you have to be frozen for like a <laughs> solid five minutes. Yes, well, my entrance prior to that, something happened, and one of the the winches pulled on late or something and tripped me and I fell smack flat on my face, (laughs) cracked my lip open, blood is rushing down my face and my knee is all scratched up. And I'm like, it's time to be frozen. And I'm standing next to Aldolfo and I said, did I lose my tooth? And he said, I don't think so. Do you want to run off? I said, no, the show must go on. So So I stayed there in freezing with this blood just dripping down my face till the end of the show. That is miserable. Yeah, but anything over one's art. And a friend yes. of the of the woman playing Janet came to see it that day and said, "Oh my, oh, this is me patting my own back." But oh, that the, the chaperone was so hilarious. She was so funny. She just kept getting drunker and drunker. Finally, she fell on her face. So and, it was intentional. And Janet just went, "Yeah." Yeah. And for some reason, they just decided to add a blood element to the show. <laughs> maybe, maybe it was far enough away they didn't get it. All right, I'm sorry. I yeah. took us off. I took us All off. right. Your number four, Coco. Coco. My number four favorite musical is Gypsy. Woo! And why, why is that? I actually think Gypsy might be the perfect piece of musical theater. I think it, it is, is the yeah. Broadway show other mm-hmm. than my number four, which we will hear. We'll about. get to that in a second. Yes. Um, it, it's just the, the structure of it. It's about show business. Mm-hmm. It's, it has a strong female people. character, <laughs> crazy people, um, <laughs> wonderful music, memorable music, and mm-hmm. a book mm-hmm. that's like a play, a real yeah. book. Yeah. It can't be um, beat. Oh, yeah. Oklahoma is often yeah. credited as being the first book musical to sort of get us out mm-hmm. of the age of, of reviews. A lot of time um, went, be- yes. went by between the, yeah. those two musicals, but yes, Wait, I, Which, agreed. thank God that it did. Um, <laughs> but that show is sort of considered the yeah. book musical in that um, it almost felt like it was a book musical first, but even so, mm-hmm. lyrics by Sondheim, and I love... God bless him. God bless him. <laughs> Maybe you guys have heard of him. Um, but Jules Stein, I love the way he structures his songs. Mm-hmm. And you can see it. You can hear it in um, Funny Girl. The mm-hmm. way he, he ah. always has that build or 
like in Gypsy, it's um, when I think of all the sights that I gotta see at all the places I gotta play. But then in, in Funny Girl, it's I gotta live and live now. That's my fan thing. I know. That was the drive I had in the beginning. These last four months, it's just. And, and and someday we'll all burst into Dillian on my parade. Yeah, we'll be singing down the street um, without masks. We'll all, we'll all scream to Mr. Armstein in the sky. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's your favorite produ- What's your favorite production mm-hmm. of that show? I don't know that I. I, I guess I'm going to say Patty Lapone, but that's also the mm. most recent one. I have seen quite a few. I will be aging myself if I told you how many of the. Famous mm. women of Gypsy that you know about and have talked about, I have actually seen. Um, but but Patty Lapone's may have ultimately been quintessential. She really yeah. hit the mark, and that production was gorgeously directed and really had mm-hmm. detail about it that was grounded in truth and an unforgettable production. Mm-hmm. They brought out her insanity yeah. in that in that production, mm-hmm. um, and oh, I just you you see elements of it, and then sometimes Rose will be um, humanized in a way, mm-hmm. and then by the end, you just get this weird culmination of a person who has ruined her life and those mm-hmm. of the ones around her, but is also just this this enigma mm-hmm. and this this beautiful person and i still rooted for her yeah mm-hmm. always do that's good yeah <laughs> next all right Ser- serena what's your number four? Oh, okay <laughs> um my number four is the producers oh you've never told me that before i know <laughs> me either uh, I- <laughs> producers is just i think uh, this will come again in another episode, but Producers is my favorite comedy musical. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just exactly my kind of humor. I love just making fun of everything possible. I love Matthew Roderick and Nathan Lane. I love Gary Beach, who mm. was arguably the best person in that yes. show. May he rest in peace. Yes. I was so sad when you told me that. Yeah. <laughs> I did not know. Um, yeah, I just told Serena about that the other <laughs> oh, day. Oh, it's recent. Um, yeah, yeah, very recent, but he was truly an mm-hmm. incredible performer mm-hmm. who always brought so much um, yeah. so much life to everything. Mm-hmm. Continue. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> but I'm just, every time I watch Springtime for Hitler, I'll be alone <laughs> in my room. Slash Heil myself. Yes, but when when he comes out and he just, Heil myself, I just go, And just when, there's this... There's a video of it, and it's just, he makes... It's the funniest thing. He makes this face, and I've never, it's just like, he does this something that just cracks me up. Have you ever seen it when he sits down for, I was when just, he, a, goes, he just, yeah, he just... When he goes yeah. like this, he like sticks out his, yeah, his, just, his, y'all can't see us, of course, <laughs> he, he sticks Shit, out the fat on his neck, oh, and he, he like, he, he goes like... He know. does that a bunch of times during that song. So he good. bought. He just brought so many little isms mm-hmm. to yes. that role. I'll have to and look that up. It's, it, it's the biggest show-stopping mm-hmm. number. But I just, I love all the characters. I love, <laughs> the humor is perfect for me. It's big and loud and brassy and just, I love all the music too. I want to be a producer, keep it gay. Where do <laughs> we get, we you go get showgirls and old ladies with walkers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what more can anyone just, want? It's... It's it's beautiful and I love it. 
I, I watched it. I love Mel Brooks. I mm. watched it uh, maybe like one and a half years ago. And when I saw it, I said, oh my God, I need to go listen and watch everything I can of this. And it just became one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Good. <laughs> so my number four. Tell us. Yeah. My number four is the other one that I talked about mm-hmm. that is the quintessential brassy yes. Broadway musical, yes. and that is Hello, Dolly. Ah, Hello, um, Dolly. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's, You're wearing a Hello, Dolly. I was going to say, no, I, I'm he's wearing, got a Bette Midler t-shirt on right now. I'm wearing my Bette Midler from Hello, Dolly <laughs> shirt. It holds a very... Um, a uh, very nice point in my life. It mm-hmm. was the first Broadway show that I ever saw. Amazing. And I'm pretty sure they were either in preview still oh. or had mm-hmm. just gotten out of previews. Um, and I will never know another night where I was just there <laughs> and the audience, you could just feel electricity crackling yeah. through the air. Crackling and crackling. Um, every little thing that Bette Midler did, we applauded for. <laughs> Magical icon. Um, I know, mm-hmm. and I just remember watching the number Hello Dolly <laughs> and just thinking there is absolutely nothing mm-hmm. that could possibly be better than this, <laughs> than this experience. Just the best feeling in musical theater. It, it's Aww. just such such unbridled joy, mm-hmm. such, such like love for the past yeah. and for the future and such hope <laughs> and such confidence yeah. in oh. yourself. Um Dolly, you'll never go away again. It it just resonates mm-hmm. with me so much. That's beautiful. So, beautiful. Beautiful. Lovely. Beautiful. All right. Coco. Coco. Well, your number three. Number three. My number three would have been your number five. <laughs> mm-hmm. And since we've already discussed her, I'm going to move on to a different number three. Is that it okay? would have been Drowsy Chaperone. Yes. It would Let's have. Clarify. Yes. Oh yeah. Sorry. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're listening. They know. Yeah, um, they know. But um, my number three is going to be, maybe surprising to most, Hamilton. Yes, I chose mm-hmm. Hamilton. Which is mm-hmm. on Disney Plus now. Which is, which and, I and, have and, not watched and, and, should, and, be, have and watched. should be observed, because it's a mm-hmm. whole different way to experience it, if you experienced yeah. it in the theater. But the reason I'm picking Hamilton... It's not because I want to sit around and listen to the cast recording, really. Yeah. That's, that's not why I loved it or, mm-hmm. or admire it. It is because I saw it at the public theater. A friend took me for my birthday. And at intermission, I turned to him and said, I believe this is the best thing I have ever seen. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I sort of feel like if that's what you're going to say, it ought to make your top five list. Um, yeah. I think that Lin-Manuel Miranda is... Genius, and I know we throw that mm. word around way too much, but I really, truly think that he is. And he's and such I a think nice person too. I have, from what I understand, yes, and yeah. he comes from a nice family. His father always mm. seems like so much fun. Like I want to know that family. Um, I think the cast was singular and unique, each and every yes. one of them. Um, I think that. It made me have to listen in a new way, lean in to hear. Yeah. Have you ever seen a, a Scottish movie or an Irish movie, let's say, and you, yeah. you, you go, I know they're speaking English, but I mm-hmm. can't totally get it all. But maybe you're five mm-hmm. or ten minutes into the movie, and finally you're in it. Finally you get the brogue, you get the yeah. feeling. Well, I went, okay, here it comes. This is going to be hard for me, maybe. And then suddenly, as though I wanted subtitles at the beginning, sorry to make myself like the old lady who didn't understand the hip hop, but I, I, I was worried for myself and then it just went away 
it's so clear, it's so articulated, it's mm-hmm. so smart, it's so reverent of other kinds of music yeah. and influences. And you can watch it or listen to it again and again and find something new. In fact, I, I plan to watch it again on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Someone said to watch it actually with the captions on to see mm-hmm. the stuff you might have missed. Yeah. Which I think I might do. I might give it another look-see, just really looking at the words, because I know experientially what it is now already. Anyway, I think it's A++. Mm-hmm. God bless whoever had to input those subtitles. Uh, I know. <laughs> to that maybe show. Lynn did it himself. The person that yeah, did. maybe yeah. he did. Um, but yeah, I, I admire that musical so much for what it holds in musical mm-hmm. theater history. It's only four years, five years old, maybe. Yeah. Um, and yet... Mm-hmm is um has revolutionized it yeah um which is kind of uh metaphysical kind of <laughs> cool because it is about the revolution um but it, it really um not revamped musical theater because it's not like musical theater yeah. ever left but it suddenly brought this whole new audience yeah. this whole new world um a lot younger too yeah a lot younger yeah. and people um, maybe never I, interested in musical theater ever in their lives yes mm-hmm. And, and not only that, it brought them in, but also it edu- educated them, however indirectly, about the symbolism that goes into mm-hmm. musical theater mm. and the gravity that goes into yeah. it mm-hmm. and and the uses of writing. So not only is it bringing more people in, it's not like it's some easy to understand thing yeah. that people get attracted to. People get attracted to it because suddenly they're learning all about mm-hmm. the complexities of musical theater. Um, Correct. Yes. So I love yes. it. I yes. love it for that. Yes and yes. Serena, you're number f- three. Okay. Um, <laughs> she, <laughs> looks, she looks disappointed in her number three. You can't see her face, but there's something no, just I happened. I love my number Oh, good. She loves her I number. love it. It was my number one for the longest time. Uh, I can't remember what it is. When I was little. Oh. Say <laughs> it, say See, you're going to live it all over again. I, I'm on the edge of my seat. My number three is The Secret Garden, uh, which I also think is one of the most underrated musicals of all time. That could be true. Um, uh, one thing for starters, <laughs> I love Maddie Patinkin as Archibald. And there's Daisy Egan and uh, Robert Westenberg. They, two of my favorite actors is Maddie Patinkin and Robert Westenberg. Oh, nice. But also just the musical was, it has, this is one of the ones that has an emotional connection for me because it was one of the ones where I was kind of, wasn't sure if I wanted to do musical theater as a profession, and I was maybe like 13, and I did this show at a community theater, and that was when it, I hadn't played too many leads where I got to go in depth about relationships and mm-hmm. going into like so much about the, the story, and it was also Mary, and a lot of the themes of the story really connected to me personally, so it was just something that, that was, I think, when I solidified I wanted to be an actor, like set in stone, but also the story is just, I love the um, parallels with Mary and Archibald and how they're kind of represented by the garden and how it starts out dead and sad and it feels like it can't be saved. And then as she meets Dickon and Martha and starts, and, and Colin starts opening up, uh, they start working together. It also has magic to it. It's just such childhood joy, but also with such a sad and just real undertone. And I just love the sense of community and just, uh, it's, it hurts my heart so many times. And also has one of my favorite villains, which is Neville Craven, because I think he is, um, 
he he does bad things, but he's very redeemable in some sort of ways for his re like he was genuinely trying to help Colin and loved Lily, so you feel sympathy for him. Right. And he's trying to help his brother. You can take it as he just wants the property for himself, but there's also the element of he might just want what's best for his brother. So I don't know, it's just Oh, and <laughs> the the score <laughs> is <laughs> beautiful and so moving and just makes me cry and laugh and it's just it's sad because I had a I had a point where um later where it was like uh possible like big role for Secret Garden I, yeah. I could have gotten and um I uh, I don't know why but I thought I had it and so now I have a sourness when I listen to it because like it it, it could have been mine yeah I know I always do that thing of like oh it would have been great oh, <laughs> oh I've been killing at this part yeah. everyone would be serious oh, we can we can have the top five list of the shows that got away that could be a great yeah. top five list but it's um it's just near and dear to my heart and it's, I, I think it's just also yeah. a very well written musical yeah well playwright your your book was no slouch either so that's really yeah. a cool choice Mm-hmm. What about you, right. Evan? Evan? My number three. <gasps> um, <gasps> so you'll notice that several of my uh, five are mm-hmm. either pastiche or parody mm-hmm. to um, the 20s um, or some sort of homage. Um, but this show, my number three, is Anything Goes, <laughs> which just was made in the 20s. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that people make homages, make pastiche yeah. and parodies about. There you go. Um, it's the, it's, it the, it's my... the source material for your other shows. <laughs> yes. Yeah, literally. Um, Drowsy so Chaperone things... doesn't exist yes. without anything goes. It, it's so, so much about it. And my number one also probably would not exist. Don't tell anyone yet. Goes. I won't Shh. tell anyone yet. Um, but it's, it, it's the only show of my top five as of now. Um, <laughs> that I have done, have been in, Mm -hmm. in the past. And even though I only played um, (laughs) Elijah Whitney, who was basically the character written in to make time for set changes. um, And even though I was a little... There are um, are no small parts, right? Isn't that what they say? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, at the time, I was a little, you know what, and I didn't understand that there were no small parts. So I I ruined it for, I ruined it for myself. However, I still look back. It was the second show I ever did. Um, and it's just this soft beauty. You can mm-hmm. always expect to find joy in <gasps> Anything Goes. Anything Goes. Um, and, yeah, there it's such this um, carefree, blissful mm-hmm. element. There's no deeper meaning whatsoever. <laughs> um, All text, no subtext. Yeah. Even Dolly in Hello, Dolly has the thing of moving on from the death of her husband. Right. Anything goes, just everyone is just, who I'm young and I <laughs> and I like to sing and dance. Hacha-cha. And hacha-cha. That's, That's the title. Anything goes. <laughs> Anything goes. I love it. Love it. Beautiful. Your number two, Coco. My number two is from that whippersnapper you mentioned before, Stephen Sondheim. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh. I've heard of him. Yep. I think he's, he's, right. I think he's pretty well respected. I'm not sure. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I think he might have won a few awards at some point or another. I can't. Probably um, not as many as he was due. But anyway, yeah. I am no, picking no. <laughs> I am picking Into the Woods. 
Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> and mostly because I think it's magnificent. It's just, <laughs> it's just so perfect. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I already told you I thought is. Gypsy was a perfect book musical. <laughs> this is different. This has that sort of. It's uh, like a literal book musical. It's a literal yeah. book musical. Once upon a time. Yeah. Yes, and I I want to take the journey with them, and mm. I think that the way that the songs, the themes of each character mm. thread together mm-hmm. to create yeah. this world is... And, and every song is part of the theme. Every yeah. one, yes. I think. Yes, mm-hmm. and everyone There's has no, their like... own theme, their own yeah. thread in the larger tapestry. Um... <laughs> Even uh, even fun songs that you never expect, like Agony, yep. it, it's, it's all about um, uh, white knighting and mm-hmm. overblown chivalry mm-hmm. and uh, basically toxic masculinity in some form. <laughs> yes! Um, and it's, it's, oh, it's so wonderful and it so brings to light mm-hmm. the real, maybe not the real meaning of how the original tales were wrote, but makes a good argument for how they should be interpreted. Yeah. Yep. Interesting, a friend of mine recently said that he can't stomach No One Is Alone. Oh. Not because the song isn't beautiful and and Mm -hmm. gorgeous gorgeous melody, but the idea that no one is alone, he doesn't really think it's true. And it got me... We don't not want to go down this sad... (laughs) whole yeah but the idea of really thinking oh aren't we though well (laughs) for for me when i listened to it i took it as for the line no one is alone is it's that i guess in if you look for it you'll find people yeah and it's it's not necessarily people being with you but it's also things like uh it could also be in, like, opin- opinions or feelings or sides you're on, the things you place. There are always people that will feel the same way you do a little bit. Because a lot of the show is also about how there isn't really any good or bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Talk about arbitrary. We <laughs> 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 didn't mean to bring it down, but it did have me thinking about no one is alone truly. Uh, I don't know. Okay, good. I like your yeah. theories. Serena, that's a good way to look at it. It doesn't have to be a human next to you on your last breath, but it's someone that has common goal, common thread, common bond, mm. common yeah. ideals. There, there's someone in the world who is feeling the same exactly. way that you yeah. are. Yeah, even thinking baloney. We're all alone. Yeah. I mean, yeah, right. It's just statistically or, or we're all baloney. Yeah. We're all baloney. We're all baloney. <laughs> and so no one is truly alone. Exactly. Take a bite. Uh, all take right. Take a bite. All right, your number two. My number two. I'm going to speed through this because I don't want to... Uh, we're, we're cutting close on time. I know, I'm My worried. number two, I have been in Coco. I was in this with you. My number two is Fun I'm, Home. I knocked out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's the um, best. Fun it's home. the best ever. Fun Home is just... What I have to say about the musical is just... Oh, it is one of the... It's a musical that you can listen through it or watch it a million times and you will always find something different that you hadn't seen before and you're like, oh my god. Yep. This makes it so much better. So being in the show was so interesting because I know people who've seen the show once like on Broadway and they're like, 
it was good. It was a nice story. But yeah. when you're in the show where you see it a bunch of times or listen to it a bunch of times, you're just like, oh, I, I didn't realize that. So I'd be in the show and someone would say something to me and I'd get a genuine reaction of like, oh. Oh, yes. And it's just so, it's such a sweet story. And it, I love in the beginning it sets off right up. It's not a spoiler because it's the beginning. But it sets off right off the bat that her father killed himself. So throughout the whole show, you're just. I don't like, think there's any spoilers in the show. No, at all. <laughs> no, you lay, just, um, you lay it out there that it's it's yeah. discovering. Uh, yeah. Allison's on a as, on a, as a discovery a track. Homage to Greek yeah. theater. Mm-hmm. There you have it. Yeah. And I think one of the other reasons I love it is just real quick is just uh, it was the show that taught me that uh, I need to as an actor it taught me to pay attention to relationships and. Um, and things like mannerisms are extremely important. It was just one where I really got to embody and create something myself because our director was so amazing. I'd get to do things where I was like, can I turn around in the scene? And, or like you and me would be like, can we touch our ear? Yeah. And like have that be a thing we both do. It was just, it was, it really taught me that my place and I need to understand what my purpose is in the musical. Neat. So. Great. Mm-hmm. That's going to be awesome. forever. You're never going to forget that. I will never forget it's, our experience. Mm-hmm. So closely lends itself it is so intricate because it's based off of a, of a book that a has novel, a yeah. graphic novel that it's is so story. intricately written. And I actually it's... just watched a video mm-hmm. the other day learning about um, all of the motifs oh, and, yeah. and symbolism that she has in that book. And the brilliance and of developing so, a musical from that source yeah, material. Yeah. From a book and, and a also job. for all female made, all women made, mm-hmm. um, which is the first time that's happened. It should have happened it's a long, 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 long... first lesbian long, protagonist. Yeah, first lesbian protagonist. So many things that should have happened a long, long yeah. time ago. Yes. But um, just so happened to come about in 2015? 15? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Um, yeah. So, yeah, a groundbreaking show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's do it again. Maybe you got to grow yourself in... You have to grow yourself maybe up into medium, Allison, and then I'll be an yeah. old lady, but we'll do it anyway changing my evan what is your number two (laughs) Um, my number two okay so on my list my number two is written as chicago yes but however (gasps) however i feel i feel bad broadcasting this this ranking to the world Mm um because i almost strictly like the movie uh, not uh, strictly, same. but the reason I love it is because mm-hmm. of the movie. That was a really um, good adaptation of a piece really of musical great adaptation. theater. Um, so they did so much cool stuff with the orchestrations. Catherine Zeta-Jones was just mm-hmm. made for that role. Um, so I'm going to replace it then Ooh. with another wow. delightful Candor and Ebb show, <laughs> Cabaret. Perfect. Um, yeah. So... Cabaret, I, I love it because it takes it. It's almost um, stereotypical mm. in the sense that it's like review ish. Mm-hmm. Not all of the songs have to do with the plot. However, it does. But those this songs amazing... are performative. Those well, people are performing yeah. songs. Yeah, they're. Um, I think diegetic is the word mm-hmm. for songs that are integrated into a plot, and non diegetic yeah. are ones that are just the person is performing Mm -hmm. in the show. And he hasn't Um, even started his college career yet. Oh, wow. (laughs) That's impressive. Uh, (laughs) Thank you. Um, But the way it takes those and it uses them, and though when you first hear them, 
it's just like, oh, this is a fun song. We can mm-hmm. dance to it. Don't tell mama what you know. <laughs> um, and then you listen back and all of a sudden it all fits into this common theme. There's this constant um, undertone of there's something you're ignoring. There's mm-hmm. something mm. there's something staring you in the face, but you're not seeing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, of course, is nazism of all things um and and uh it does more i think more than any other show it gets its point across in Mm -hmm. the sense that it's telling you that these things don't come out of nowhere Mm -hmm. um it wasn't it's not like one day hitler was like we're we're all nazis now it it was something that grew (laughs) and it grew because people were ignorant to Mm -hmm. it were um chose to be ignorant towards it um and i know in the original production part of the set was just a gigantic mirror Uh, pointed back at mm -hmm. the audience take a look at yourself Um, yeah yep so love that show wow so now is the time for our honorable mentions oh boy yes Oh boy! I didn't write mine down, so it's gonna just. Neither mine's gonna be mine's gonna be extemporaneous, and uh, you know, unfortunately or fortunately, Fun Home is one of them, even though it's been discussed Mm -hmm. already. So, so that's gonna be on my honorable mention, and probably should have made my top five. I'm gonna Mm -hmm. also go with another Stephen Sondheim musical and say (laughs) Sunday in the Park with George, which I think is a magnificent piece of theater. I even like the second act, even though no one else does. I like like the second act. Good. I we are it. us yes, three us are three, the minority. We are in the minority, but um, children and all write to Steve and say, um, <laughs> we "Listen, we like the second. We like act, it, but probably my favorite set of any musical yeah. ever. Oh, yeah. um, the way they use the paintings, mm-hmm. gorgeous. Um, I don't even know if I have a third one. I better come up with a you third don't one. Have to. You don't all right, have I, to. It, it might come to me later. I, I, those are going to be mm-hmm. my two, and let me see if another yeah. one comes to me. Yeah. Okay. Serena. So I have two I remember, and then I forgot the third. So Perfect. I'm Let's do two. Though it might. Oh, yeah, we can do two. Okay. So, sure. Um, the first one is Sweeney Todd, mm-hmm. because Sweeney Steve. Todd is Steve. Hey, Steve, you wrote a good one with <laughs> this one. You did a good one. <laughs> we got a winner. <laughs> um, Sweeney Todd is just. See, it, the reason it's an honorable mentions is because I think it's, well, one, I think it's an amazing show from what I've seen, and I've listened to the soundtrack, but I've never watched it, so I feel unjustified. Oh, to be able to pick it. I have, please I have the film concert version me. with Patti LuPone, and Just- I have the film version with Angela Lansbury. So, well. both of them have George Hearn, who is delightful. Mm-hmm. Totally um, delightful. Yeah. Um, I want to um, say something as a tiny little sidebar for you to yeah. carry into your future because other people are going to criticize you for this. We are not calling musical theater recordings soundtracks. They are cast oh, okay. recordings. Yes. Oh. Sorry. Okay. No, that isn't for you to apologize. It is for you to take okay. that into the future and know that now. I've learned. Learned. Oh. Cast recordings. You learn something new every day. It's going to take me some time. It, Listen, a lot of listeners. people. I will probably say soundtrack on several other occasions. We are all um, in a learning mode yes, all the time. Know that I mean no disrespect. <laughs> um, 
but what a wonderful cast recording oh, yeah. of, of Sweeney Todd. Brilliant. Um, shakes shakes yes. me the core. All Your right. second. My second, uh, I got to see the previews recently with Evan <gasps> for my birthday. Uh, I was going to do that. Oh, God. I'm more sorry. Steve. More I Steve. A, more Steve. I have, a, I have a number three I can fit in. Can you okay. do that one instead so that I can Fine. have that okay, one? Okay, not company. Ah, not so company. Just <laughs> I thought I already said it. Never no, mind. <laughs> okay, so forget I said that what um, show what uh yeah what so uh my number two honorable mention is little shop of horrors which i also oh. saw for my birthday mm-hmm. um which is when i learned the premise of it i was like okay that sounds fun i don't know if i'm gonna listen to it but i think it was when i learned about the dentist for some reason that is what sold it for me i was like that that's is, a great character that's one of uh-huh. my dream roles it is uh-huh. my it is one of my favorite characters <laughs> physical theater for some reason and i just it's very entertaining to me. So many delicious S- pelvic thrusts. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so many bops. And I guess my number three, maybe I shouldn't say it because I think it is on your list, Evan. I can adapt. Falsettos. Oh. Okay. Okay. Now you've really because blown this... it for him. Yeah, okay. yeah. No, 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 no. I can adapt. I can do it. I can okay, do good. it. Should I change? I have another one. No, 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 no. You're going to shut up now. Oh, <laughs> I don't want to mention it. No, 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 no. Uh... No, say your two are falsettos and Little Shop because your third one is going to be one of the other ones that I'm going to do. Okay, no, my third one was a different one. Anyways. Anyways. Falsettos. Falsettos is amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> Yay! William Finn. William Finn at his finest, creating the mo- some of the most complex characters you will yeah. ever see on a stage, play, or musical. Um, it's tragic. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. <laughs> it, it's I love the way he takes mm-hmm. talking and yeah. puts it into song. One yep. of my favorite lines ever, and I just can't believe that he wrote it, and it just like comes out and it's so good. Is just what I wanted at a little game. My ex husband's ex lover isn't that what every mother dreams about having at a little game? Just so just that's so that line I never oh thought would exist in musical theater. It doesn't rhyme. And yet it has such a distinct tune mm-hmm. to it. It's grounded in reality. That's why we like show. it. <clears throat> so my <laughs> two. So I'm going to talk about Company. Um, I love it. It revolutionized yep. um, the concept, the concept yeah. musical. Um, and every every song is, is so mm-hmm. um, fun and meaningful. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really does such a great job of diving into the con the social construct of marriage and yeah, yeah. and relationships as a whole, yeah. which is something that, you know, I, I haven't given much thought to as um, a wee boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, on the other uh, hand. You, on the other hand. But it, it's so... She's jaded already. Yes, I love it. Um, and it was the show that we saw just before yeah. all of Broadway shut down. Mm-hmm. On March 7th, um, when I saw you and was trying to give you elbows and you still wanted yes. to hug. And I was like, it's, uh-huh. we gotta be no more hugging today. But we did it anyway. I also found in Company, it's so interesting that apparently when it was first seen by the public everyone thought it was specific like the story was about the couples mostly and people ignored bobby and just thought it was someone Mm. you're supposed to kind of reflect onto Ah. and 
they did a revival recently, and it's it's now shifted, so it's more about Bobby and his whole his or her whole arc. I would argue that it's always been about Bobby. I was going to question that as well, but but like it was something about like the way it was described. It like it hardly addressed Bobby. Um, and I think a big part of it is that a lot in the recent production, which I I'm not sure how much I liked. They um very much make the couple's negative forces in a way. Oh, interesting. Um, oh, that is true. And I, I, I remember listening to Side by Side by Side, which is one of my favorite songs mm-hmm. ever. Um, <laughs> and I looked into the comments and a person commented, I hate Bobby's friends. And I was like, well, that's not the reaction. Yeah, that's have. not working right. Yeah. Um, but so, Bobby yeah. is an awfully lonely character surrounded by so yes. many friends. Mm-hmm. So maybe, and a, maybe a really, a really cool are alone. character. Though watching it, I could see what they wanted to do. Yeah. It was just... I like Bobby's friends. I like Bobby's friends. You should friends. like Bobby. I feel like we yeah. should like Bobby's <laughs> Bobby, friends. Bobby, have you yeah. ever had a homosexual <laughs> experience? <laughs> um, anyways, my other honorable mention. Yes. We're really... We're, we're, really f- we're falling behind, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all right. Um, my second one is Natasha Pierre and the Great Comedy of 18. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> Yeah, that's one yeah. she forgot. We've we, um, they've been around before. Yes. So that show, it's, it's I love Dave Malloy. I love his style of orchestrations. I love. Um, I also love the way he uses lyrics and that mm-hmm. he just says things yep. and it somehow works. Mm. I love. It was a great adaptation of. Great adaptation. Great. The first time that I ever really noticed um, stage design. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, the, the, not, the, the lighting and design yeah. of that space lighting were the star design. of that show. Mm-hmm. Not even set design, stage design. Yes. You know what I mean? Agreed. Um, when I learned they handed out, um, like, dumplings or something in, like, Morocco. Pierogi. I yeah. lost my mind. Yeah. <laughs> I needed they, a revival they, then and there. They threw pierogi at us. <laughs> which, they did. which, Dave Malloy, he's very big on making an interactive experience. Environmental. Especially... And I know during Ghost Quartet, which yeah. is another oh, yeah. one of his musicals that oh, I yeah, love, yeah, but yeah, was yeah. not a Broadway musical, mm-hmm. Off Broadway. That could um, be another top five favorite yeah. Off Broadway musicals. Yes, and yeah. it'll be it would be on it. Um, they pass around whiskey during oh. that show, and I love how it just adds this extra <laughs> sensory element mm-hmm. to it. Well, any show can be but, great if you're drunk. But true. <laughs> Our okay. number, number one, home stretch, nah! you guys. We're so, okay, ah! all right. My number one is a good old-fashioned musicale, and I'm calling it, it. Guys and Dolls. Ah. Ooh, that's what you're calling it. That's what I'm calling it. <laughs> that's what it, wor- it works for me it, yeah. every time. It's based <laughs> on broad stroke characters, cartoon characters. Ryan. Yes. It has music that's unforgettable. It has sweeping ballads. It has comedy numbers. It has showgirls. Mm-hmm. It has gamblers. It has a time and place. It has a smell. It has sights and sounds. Yeah. Bring it on. I love it. And Adelaide is on my bucket list, and I better Mine get too. to it soon. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Um, but but I, I've already gotten a chance to play one of my dream roles in that show, which was Nicely Nicely Johnson. Mm-hmm. Love Sit it. Sit down, you're um, rocking the boat. Sit down, you're rocking the boat. Um, and what a wonderful opportunity mm-hmm. that was. Um, so it holds a very great mm-hmm. memory in my heart, and it's just such a fun show. I love all the names. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, Agreed. Beautiful. It does it for me. Serena. That's what musical theater is. When I think of it, it's going to be guys and dolls. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Serena. Your turn, Serena. Your number one. We've discussed (laughs) this. My number one is Into the Woods. What? By Stephen Sondheim. Uh Um, But basically, I said before, this is my pinnacle of a perfect musical to me. Uh, I remember I never wanted to solidify it as my favorite musical, but I remember I got in an argument with uh, a friend of mine where... It was your boyfriend. Oh... We we're together. Yeah. Okay, so oh, I said was well, I, I I accidentally said was I, your. I love the idea that they broke up over into um, the woods. I know <laughs> the proper um, conjunction of that verb was is. Anyway, I'm sorry, Will. <laughs> what is funny? Yes, but is um. So it was. I was just. I remember. I was trying to tell him, "Into the Woods" is amazing, and so I went listening into it, and I just went. Oh dear God, this is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I put, I have a notes, I have, I have a, a section of my notes <gasps> where I just wrote down every single phrase in like a song that really hit. Or I'm like, that hits the theme, great. And I'm mm-hmm. like, this is what this means. It connects to this yes, character. Yes, yes, yes. And just, it's just, I love it so much. And I've always wanted to play Little Red, and then when I get a little older, I want to play The Witch. Um, That's the nice thing too. about that show, though. <laughs> you can, we can grow up in that show. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You yeah. can be one thing. You can mm-hmm. be Little Red. Then you can be Cinderella. Yeah. Then you can be the witch. Then you can be Jack's mom. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, there's yeah. room yeah. to grow in that show again and again and again. You can mm-hmm. play it at any point in your and... life, except for when you're a baby. <laughs> Wait, yeah. no, even then. You can play the baby. You can baby. play the baby. <laughs> it's a, it's... Well, there is a role for everyone in that. Yeah. Show. But something, it's just the themes of it is, like, the, the, the good and bad, and, like, everything is a gray area. But also, I just speed this up my dad walked in and looked at me oh, um, <laughs> but uh what, do I, what was the thing i was gonna say oh i love that it took characters because one of the things in my boyfriend's argument was he said the characters aren't original i said ha ah, uh, but there's where i got you <laughs> i was like it Aha! took characters that uh solidified what is right and wrong and what taught us what we should believe right and wrong is from a ch- from when we're first born like mm. they helped us grow up mm. and showed kind of the gray area of some of their like going into a little bit of the grim fairy tales kind of stuff where it was like their actions had consequences their wishes their wants for themselves yeah ha- <laughs> i don't know i just looked at you on the screen <laughs> what i'm there, agreeing but... i'm 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 in you've got oh, me no. in. see i'm anyway <laughs> it wasn't perfect. wasn't he arguing for les mis being the best yes. show Lame is is based off of a Victor Hugo novel, so yes. not even original characters yes, there. I mentioned um, that too. Anyway, but um, Lame is is great. Lame is is amazing, and it is a very viable argument if you want to say it's the best musical. Uh, um, it was. It changed musicals. Yeah. Oh, we can yes, talk about that another totally. day. Yeah. Go on. Um, go, 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 Evan. What is oh your God, number one? Oh, God, My number one is Thoroughly Modern Millie. Yay! And the reason for that is because it is the ultimate pastiche musical. You will never see another show yes. that so perfectly yes. embodies the 20s without being written in the 20s. Um, and it's the like songs, you said, anything goes without anything goes. Anything it can't goes. exist. Yes. Um, and the way it... Um, every single song, yeah. I think more than any other show, in my mm-hmm. opinion... Song for song, I like them all. I agree. Wow. Um, 
which I, I don't really get with most shows. Mm-hmm. And you got um, to fall in so, love with Sutton Foster, probably, for yeah, maybe yes. the first time. Uh, for With Sutton Foster, for Harriet Harris, for... Mm-hmm. Um, oh. For... Shirley Ralph. Um, Gavin Creel. Everyone. Gavin Creel. Mm-hmm. Um, we could keep on listing people who have been... Yeah, we will like in, it and like it and show. like it. Yeah. 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 But love that show dearly. And tap, beautiful tap. Yes. Charleston so we, dancing. Yes. <laughs> tap dancing. Love it. We finally, we have finished we made, our list. We made it. It was a rush. It was. We we were like going like this. We're talking like this the entire yeah. time. Oh, yeah. We were, well, we, we started slow. We start, We, we were taking we too did. much that time enjoying bad. it. Um, we take our time. But also, I think more and more, your number one speak for themselves. Yes, yeah. right. Um, so, I mean, in my opinion, I could have just given you my list and said they speak for themselves because yep. I think they're that wonderful. Yeah. But I agree with you. Yes. All right. How do we put an end? How do we? How do we put should a we little? Put, should we all hit a high note? Should okay. we all hit a high note? So let's say thank you, Coco, thank for you, joining Coco. us. Thank you for, for having first, me. I'm honored. The first for the first episode of the Take Five podcast. Yes. Yep. All right. Ready? Three, Three two, two, one. one. Okay, everybody. Let's Let's take take five. five.